Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. And this is Transpantastic, a podcast about gender, identity, orientation, and all the life that happens around it. Like logistics. Yeah, sometimes feels like through it. Like all of the life is happening through the gender? It is happening like something that goes through something and right through the middle of it. We have been going through the middle of it. That's what I mean. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. I follow now. Okay. So school is out. For most people. For most people. Mm -hmm. In our area. It should be summer for most people in our area. And it should be summer for most people in the Northern Hemisphere. Summer usually means school lets out. Right. Generally, when school is out, number three child goes to stay with her father. Yes. However, Mm -hmm. just before school let out, like days before, Mm -hmm. the weekend before even? Mm -hmm. The end of the weekend before. As number three child was preparing to pack up and head over there, Mm -hmm. number one child, who has been staying at number one and three's father's house, yes, and has been his primary caregiver because he does have some mental health challenges that do require intensive caregiving at times, Mm -hmm. number one child texted me and said, I cannot, the the needs here have outpaced my ability to manage. Mm -hmm. And can you please come pick me up? Mm -hmm. And the implicit request was, can I stay with you? Mm-hmm. And so I asked you about that and you said that was fine. And, you know, we established some expectations around that, like he's going to pay rent, he's going to get a different job because he's no longer caregiving for his father, so on and so on. But yeah, okay, we're going to have the adult child here again. Yes. And so I show up there, I told him to have his things ready at seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Whatever. I get there and he starts putting things in the car and it takes him almost an hour to put his things all into the car because apparently he's moving everything he owns out of that house. It, it was at least an hour. It may have been longer. It may have been longer yeah. because he was he didn't trust anything that he owns in that apartment anymore. Right. He wasn't sure what would happen to it. He wasn't. And so he decided that he needed to get everything out. And so I'm sitting there in the car for, yeah, an hour or more. Mm-hmm. And then we put everything into the office because it's a Sunday night and I have to go to my office down in the city the next morning. And while all this is happening, number three is thinking, am I going over there this summer? They weren't thinking any questions about it. They were planning to go. Well, they have friends on that side of town. Yeah. And like most teenagers, being social and having things to do with people you like yeah. is a very high priority. Their their brother was thinking, are you doing that? <laughs> Okay, fair. But they weren't. The rest of us were thinking, how's that going to work? Right. But they weren't. They were just thinking, I'm doing the thing. And that's fine. You can be determined and do a thing. Absolutely. If you can get it managed. And, you know, this is the child who is a straight A student passing dual enrolled college courses and holding down a job. Mm -hmm. So if they want to challenge themselves to care for their father. Just bought a car that's in our driveway. Just bought a car at 15 and a half. They don't even have a driver's license yet. They just got their driving permit, Mm -hmm. learner's permit. Mm -hmm. And so if they want to challenge themselves to be their father's caregiver so that they can stay over there and hang out with their friends, which shrug emoji. I think that they mostly thought it would be taking care of the apartment because there was an inspection coming up and stuff like that. They needed to pass the inspection. Yes. I think they didn't realize just how challenging their father's behaviors had gotten. Even though their brother had tried to explain that he had been cleaning nonstop and Every time he went to sleep, he would wake up to more mess. Mm -hmm. So they had failed two inspections. Yes. But 
I only know that because they had a, a thorough conversation about it in the car when we were taking them for family night to eat Right uh, at the food truck. They were asking questions and they had a plan and they thought, I'll just buy some cleaning supplies, including a mop. <laughs> and because uh, he explained that he couldn't find it yep. and go over there and do the thing. They just didn't realize how much of the thing there was going on. Yeah. And I kind of knew, I mean, I was married to the guy for over a decade. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew how bad it could get. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, like, I can't be the person to say, no, really, you cannot handle your father right now. Well, we trust it. We trust them to figure it out for themselves and to let us know. Yes. Just like their brother did. Yes. Child three will do what they're going to do, and they are going to ask for help when they need it. Mm-hmm. And they don't like asking for help, but they can resign themselves to it when it's necessary. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. We let them wander off to their fathers while their, their brother was over here trying to get settled in. Yes, which has been also something of an adventure. Our house is quite large. Mm-hmm. We have five bedrooms, which at one point, if you've been listening for a long time, friends, you remember we did have all four kids at this house, zero, one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And so five bedrooms, one for each of them and one for the two of us. Mm-hmm. It was necessary at one point. However, now we've kind of spread out and made other use of other rooms. Right. So trying to make space out of number three has a bedroom and a crafting room. And now we'll be losing their crafting room to their brother's space. Mm-hmm. And he just dumped all his stuff in the office at first, which is what I told him to do. Because by the time we got home that night, it was like nine o'clock. And it was I- after nine and you had to get ready for work and go there. You know, you had to get up at five something the next morning and go to work. And he needed to be able to get up in the morning and start sorting through his things. And so he slept on the couch a couple nights. He did. And eventually we got a bed for the bedroom. Yeah. He started with air mattress, which was its own adventure. Yes. It's a matter of being able to figure things out, which certain types of figuring out are, have been off of his radar for a while. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's getting the hang of it pretty fast again, but dealing with the amount of crazy he was dealing with reading the instructions on the side of the air mattress are it was a little far reach oh my gosh yeah and that's it the was thing. actually the pictures he wasn't reading oh gosh yeah he wasn't including that in his observation and you know child number one is autistic like me but also has some mental health challenges like his father and so between the anxiety and having picked up a lot of bad habits from his father mm-hmm. he's just kind of having a hard time adjusting I think he's doing a really good job adjusting I think we are having a hard time being patient while he adjusts. <laughs> It depends. I was feeling a little overwhelmed for a couple of days because you had to go to your office and I was here with an extra person and I was used to a little downtime and there's absolutely none. There was no alone time. You're no. used to kids going off to school or off to work and then you have the house to yourself for a few hours. Right, but it was finals week and so I was trying to get one kid out of here in the morning. Another one was going to work and another one was laying on the couch just tucking himself in at 10 30 in the morning when I'd gotten rid of everybody. Oh my God. And I'm like, no, no, we're not going to do it that way. No. You're going to have to sleep at night like most of the other people in the house. Right. Who have jobs and have to get up in the morning. Yes. Or including the, the one who has to go to school. Mm-hmm. And then he, you know, that, that one finishing his finals was coming home early because school lets out early during finals. Yep. And just not getting out of here in the morning. Oh my gosh. The Monday, you went to our lawyer friend's house Monday 
day of that week. Yeah, because you, you were going to the office and, and I hitched a ride with you because he lives in the same area. Yes. And so I drove you to his house and then we were managing, you mostly were managing getting our number two child, the boy out to his exams, except he didn't even leave until like 820 that morning. Mm-hmm. His school starts at 745 and he turned on the TV at like 735. Yeah. Because nobody was there to tell him no, and he really does not value passing school, which is why... He has summer school. He does. Of which he will only complete one-fifth of the credits that he needs. He is going to be a freshman again first semester next year. We're hoping that he can be a sophomore by second semester next year. I hope so. But that's going to be a challenge because... Yeah. He needs to actually show up and go to his classes. He has an IEP, and if he will take the accommodations that he has been assigned, then he should be able to pass his classes if he just shows up and does the things. He can fail terribly at the things as long as he's showing up and trying. Right. But he doesn't like showing up and trying and having everyone notice that he's failing. He doesn't like showing up or trying. No. No. That is very true, which, I mean, is admittedly a teenager thing. Right. But it's also a, he's really just burned out on the idea of school because he's felt so unsuccessful Mm -hmm. for like all semester. Right. And we'll have to have an IEP update at the beginning of school and try to set things up for him to succeed. Right now, his the expectations I have are for him to complete summer school by going every day the whole time. And I've told him if he doesn't go and go every day the whole time, he will not have his game system for the rest of the summer mm-hmm. and there will be other consequences. Right. And I can't tell if he's still coming down off of or if he's just really irritable about having summer school, but he was on, he attempted to have ADHD meds for a week or three. Just a week. It felt like three. Oh my God. Because bipolar people and ADHD meds do not mix. Often they do not. Sometimes once, if, yeah, sometimes once somebody's stable on their lithium or whatever they're taking, they can take an ADHD med. I didn't figure he could. He really wanted to try it again. I agreed under the conditions that basically once he became irritable to the point where he wasn't manageable, he would have to get off of them. And that was the week before finals where he wasn't leaving and going to school. He was going other places. I got a call from the school about him wandering around campus. He got in-house suspension. And I was like, okay, now you're done. Yep. You're done with those. And he said, but they're helping me focus. And I said, if you don't get to the class, it won't help that you're focusing. And you seem to be focusing on how irritated you are. So... Which we is ex- are all done. Which is exactly what happened the last times that he's tried this. Um, yeah. The last time he had ADHD meds, he busted your shoulder. Mm-hmm. And the time before that, he was standing on his jungle gym bed, this fucking kindergartner, mm-hmm. standing on the top of a jungle gym bed, screaming that he's going to kill us, our chosen family who was babysitting him, and himself. Grandma. She's dangerous. Grandma is dangerous. Yeah. She needed to die. Yeah. According to the boy, the bipolar boy who was on ADHD meds. Yeah. Fortunately, his auntie was talking him off the ledge. That's good. Yeah. Even so, we had to stop those meds pronto. Absolutely. And so, we kind of knew that this was going to happen, but we also had to give him the chance to try because he really wanted to try. He wants to be able to focus. I understand that. That totally makes sense. But also, he needs to do that now while we can have those safeguards for him and Mm -hmm. cut it off before it becomes comes a problem before he actually does something violent or dangerous. 
Yeah, so the week before finals, it was on the meds, off the meds. Mm -hmm. And then the week of finals, we had number one child back in the house. Mm -hmm. And number three was still here because they didn't leave until that weekend. When they were done with school. When they, yes. Yeah. Which they actually started their summer college course that week. But so we ended up with number two child going to what, at least some of his exams? I think so. Okay. Yeah, and I then can't be sure. We could check the grades, but I don't know that it'll do us any good. They were all already Fs, so yeah. Right. He had agreed to study his computer science exam with me. Mm-hmm. And his teacher had at first sent a practice exam mm-hmm. and then sent a real exam with the answer key, which I could have gone over with. Yeah. He, he wouldn't do it. No. He agreed to it, but then when it came to doing it, he was sleeping. And I don't know if that was coming off of the mm-hmm. other meds or because it went on for a couple of days. Right. But he said, well, I'm already getting an F, so I'm not doing it. Which, you know, the teacher had said, if he passes this exam, I will let him pass the class. Well, he wasn't wasn't remembering that, and he wasn't going to listen to me, because he won't. No. And so he wouldn't do it. And so he's going to have to have that same teacher again next year that he does not like. Yeah. So I'll ask him, hey, so do you want to practice the exam this time or no? (laughs) You know, your choice. And he'll say, I'm not trying to do none of that. Yeah. That's his line lately. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to go to two PE classes, even though that's what's on your schedule. I'm not trying to take some test. I'm about to fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then I used his same wording back at him one evening, and he said I was making fun of him. And I said, no, I'm speaking the words that I hear you speak. If you don't want me to do that, I can stop. But I need you to be trying to. Yeah, he needs to try to. <laughs> Yeah. Um, And then he had summer school starting literally the day after exams. Like, it was the very next day. And I I remember the date, the the numeral Mm -hmm. of the date, but I didn't remember which week that applied to because... Because you are now retired. Yes. (laughs) And it's it's not my fault that he won't apply himself to the calendar. He refuses to learn how to calendar. Yeah. Like... He knows the days of the week if you actually press him what day is. And like he, he can recite the days of the week in order, but he doesn't know the months of the year. He doesn't know what month or date holidays are on. No, he doesn't know what month, what end of the year. He doesn't know that January's oh. at the beginning or December's at the end. What seasons go to what months? So nope. None of it. None of it. And he refuses to learn. And then the, on top of it, there apparently is numbers that go with those months. And what? That's just yeah, the fuck? another problem. Oh my God. So I said the date and I said, I think it's Thursday or Friday. And somehow it got decided in his mind it was Friday and that he didn't have school Thursday. But I had said, you don't have a break. You're going right from school to summer school. Because exams are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and And then then summer school was supposed to start Thursday. The day after school is done. Yeah. So he didn't already didn't want to go on Thursday, and he got up that morning and got ready, and we and you brought him over there because he I asked did. he asked for a ride. He did, and I said I'm I'm I I didn't say it this way, but I'm thinking I'm not trying to drive you mm-hmm. nowhere this morning. We live literally a block from the school. Yeah, and admittedly, he has had problems with his legs. He had a fracture in his femur that didn't heal right for a long time, and then he had physical therapy to deal with the after effects of that and the way that the muscles had grown wrong. And so sometimes he does have leg pain. But this time it was because he wanted to wear the shoes he wanted 
to wear, which were... Not good for walking, especially on the trail up to the school? No, they're like... They're good slides. For the pool. They're, yeah, they're, they're slides. So anyhow. He wasn't going to walk to school in his pool slides, so he did yeah. ask for a ride. And you gave him a ride and you dropped him off. And, and I went to pick up groceries. You did. And by that time, he was calling me and he was walking back. What? And he said that something about that they didn't have room for him and he was on a wait list and something or another. I said, oh, no, no, go back in there. And he said, I'm already walking home. I said, you're going to have to go back. When you get here, one of us is taking you back uh-huh. because I have an email saying you are enrolled mm-hmm. in the class. I registered for it right away. Yeah. You are enrolled. Mm-hmm. Now, I had told him he had decided that he needed to go to the science room. Mm-hmm. And when he got there, of course, he wasn't on that list because that's not where his class is for summer school. Well, that's the thing. Summer school is not regular semester school. And so like they have all of maybe four classrooms in that building that are actually being used for summer school. Mm-hmm. So he comes home and he says, yeah, there, there was no teacher there. And it's not even my real teacher anyway, who's going to be the science teacher. And she doesn't know nothing about nothing. And I said, well, you, you have to go back and we have to figure this out because- I'm I not trying e- to go back. <laughs> Sorry. Said, You're going to go back though. I'm not and trying to go back. I know. I was ready to murder him. <laughs> oh my he would God. not shut the F up. And he just kept coming at us with it. He was not going back. But you logicked him into questioning whether they were like cheating him out of his IEP. Yes. Yeah. And we- that's the thing. I'm like, yo, if you have an IEP and they are deprioritizing you, putting you on a wait list, then that's like against the law. And I will have to. And basically, I think what he realized was if I was going to have to go the law route, and I went up there and said, y'all are breaking the law. And he was actually the one who had fucked it up, that he was going to be even more embarrassed. Right. And so he had to go up there and realize, oh, well, maybe I fucked this up and maybe I should go and make sure it's fixed before I make myself even more embarrassed. Right. He was just trying to get out of a day of school. He was. He really was. I I told zero child on him because he had come in here and he wanted me to take a picture of him in his outfit because it was the one zero child had bought him. He came in here in this room, in our bedroom. Yeah. Well, he came to the door. Oh, okay. After he talked to me. Okay. So I took a picture to send to Zero Child and they they wrote back. By the time they wrote back, I said, he came back and they're like, tell me that's not true. Oh. <laughs> I said, I'm, I would love to tell you it's not true. Fuck. But I'm still trying to get rid of him. He's got to go back. So yeah, he gave us all kinds of hell about it. And then once you said to him, no, no, that's illegal. He realized he wasn't going to, there wasn't any way for him to wiggle his way out of it. Mm-hmm. You were going to do it. And he wanted you to go without him. He wanted me to go into that school building and he said he was going to wait in the car because he was going to feel embarrassed, especially if I had to chew out anybody on the teaching staff or the administrative staff. For his stupidity. And I knew that that was not going to happen unless they were actually deprioritizing him. I knew that there was like a 99% chance that he had somehow misunderstood or not followed direction. What? (laughs) Our boy? No. Oh, my God. And so, yeah, I knew that there was only like a 1% chance that the, that the school had actually screwed it up. He, he didn't want to have to go, and he thought he could get out of at least one day of it by fighting with us about it. And you can't do that. It's summer school. You've got to be there every day. You have to be there every day, yeah. Day. 
Yeah. Because it's only three weeks long Mm -hmm. and you can't miss any of it. Right. Probably if you've got a positive COVID test, you could do something, but it probably means you still have to retake the class. Right. Yeah. So And so, yeah, that's that's exactly what it was. And he was like, no, I'm not going in there with you. You're going to embarrass me when you go off on them teachers, when you yell at them. And I'm like, I'm not going to yell at them if they're not doing nothing wrong. And I'm not going to yell, yell anyway. And he says, no, but you're going to use a stern voice. (laughs) (laughs) How dare you? I know. That's some kind of adulting. I know, right? I'm not trying to be embarrassed by your adulting. I'm not trying to deal with a kid who refuses to go to school. Sorry. So we get up there the second time. I dropped him off at 7.45, 7.50 in the morning. I went and picked up the groceries. I got back home. I got some of the groceries out of the trunk. I didn't even finish emptying because he was arguing with you by then. And Mm -hmm. so I paused putting the groceries away to argue with the boy with you. Put the boy in the car. Get back up there at like 8.30. School started at 8 Mm o'clock. He got up there early. He should have had time to ask questions of adults and figure out where he needed to be. Mm -hmm. He does not like to do that because it reveals his ignorance and his challenges with problem solving. He can problem solve when he wants to. He ain't want to. He ain't trying to. He ain't trying to. (laughs) So... I get back up there and I, by that point, he acknowledged that he would walk in with me. But if I started going off on staff, he was going to walk away. And I said, as long as you stay where I can see you, I need to be able to see you. You need to be able to see me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, but if you're yelling, I'm a, I'm like, no, you need to stay where I can see you and you can see me. Mm-hmm. And he went in there with me and I went up to the office and the office said, okay, I'm going to call the, the person who's in charge of the summer school. She came right out there and got him, didn't she? Well, here's the thing. Mm-hmm. She did not come right out here and got him. While we're waiting for this woman, he gets tired of waiting. He goes over to that place where the pages with the rosters and the class assignments are. What do you know? We find his name and find the room he's supposed to be in. What? And he hadn't gone where he was supposed to be. He had just decided that he was going to his science class. Mm-hmm. And so by the time- Even though I had said to him, you probably need to go to the office and check where is the class going to be because it's summer school. And all he heard was, wah, 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 wah. And there's science showing that as young people enter adolescence, they literally start to tune out their parents' voices. It's it's just science. I often say to Zero Child, please tell your brother. Yes. Or you'll ask me to talk to him because I have less of the parenting wah-wah. He hasn't tuned you out. He has only partly tuned me out. Right. He's he's like 99.9772 tuned me out. Yes. He's only like halfway tuned me out. So sometimes I can get through to him. And that's what we were talking about in the car. And that's why he was able to go in with me. Mm -hmm. And that's why as we're waiting for this person, who's probably going to come and tell us exactly what for, instead, he goes over and looks at the rosters. And I see, you know, here's where he's supposed to be. And by the point, by the time that we find where he's supposed to be, the person who's in charge of summer school comes and finds us. And I tell her number two child here was telling me that he was put on a wait list and that he's not supposed to be in this class. And she says, okay, so do you have an email confirming his registration? I said, yes, I have it here. It's from you. Mm -hmm. And she says, okay, what's his name? And I said, here's his name. And she confirms, yep, right up here on this roster page is where he's at. This is where you're supposed to be. 
And here's how you get to that classroom in the school building that you've been attending for over a semester now. Mm-hmm. So here's hoping that he's been going there this week. Right. Because next week he needs to go back there again. Mm-hmm. And this will be, you know, as we're recording this, it is today is Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. And so this will be released probably well after you have had your appointment with your surgeon Mm -hmm. that you are going back to the bay for. Yes. I will be leaving town to go visit your metamor. Mm -hmm. He needs to be getting his ass to school. Yeah. And with that. (laughs) You will be managing him Tuesday. I will be home and helping manage him Wednesday before I leave. You will be managing him Thursday. And then Friday will be your former work wife. Yes. And And then then Monday. I come home Sunday night, so I'll be managing him again the following week. Yeah. Yep. So we will see what happens. Sometimes he's told you that he's glad that he doesn't have to deal with me, but lately he doesn't want you because you have more spoons for the boundaries. I do. And he doesn't like them. Although, because you gave me a break for a few days, I had him today and I went in there. I made him clean his bathroom and clean his bedroom. Good. Clean. Hmm. Actually, all the way clean? Walt? to wall floor clean? Yeah. It turns out those things still on the floor doesn't means that the floor's not cleaned up. What? Yeah. Oh. And why why do I want him to put those things in other places when he's already put them there in the wrong place? Why do I? Because that's the wrong place? Yes. You are correct. Okay. Ding ding ding. <laughs> I win. Yes. I win. He didn't win. No. Uh, But uh, he did it anyway, because he knew that I was just going to keep going until we got it done, and he was wasting his own time. Yes, but it's understandable that like you just have not had the spoons for enforcement lately, because you were recovering from your surgery, Mm -hmm. and then you had periodontal surgery. Yes, and then you had digestive problems from the periodontal surgery, and so like I have been taking over as much as I can, Mm -hmm. and yes, I do have more spoons and more effective ways of dispensing the stress of managing (laughs) boundaries. Well, and typically I have to tell him too many times and then I get frustrated that I'm telling him again and he gets frustrated that I'm getting frustrated. I don't get frustrated at telling people things again. I was a classroom teacher for a decade and a half I'm used to telling people things again and again and again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't bother me. Nope. But I also will enforce consequences after like the second time of telling them because I am not spending half of my spoons on recovering from surgery. Is this a track we meant to go on? I hope so. Yes. Okay. <laughs> you have been recovering. You haven't had the spoons. You often will give a lot of reminders, trying to be kind, trying to be helpful, but also because enforcement takes energy and spoons too. Mm-hmm. It does. And on top of that, like this has been a problem all along because like, do you remember when you had that feng shui consultant who said like, you're a wood person and he's like a fire person and like he just burns you up. Yeah. And I'm a water person. I just put him out. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I do. <laughs> and so like, I just don't get as bothered. But that also means that he gets angry because I'm not as reactive. And that means he's less likely to be able to push my buttons to get what he wants. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't like that. No. Although, like you said, other times he's been like, oh, I'm so glad it's not my dad picking me up today. I don't want to deal with him today. I had to laugh because yeah. Yesterday, you didn't you didn't get his PS4 time to sync, and it ran out. And he yelled he yelled about uh, how you're 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 doing it like it like my dad does now. Because you're doing it wrong. <laughs> and I thought, yeah, so there. Ah, that's great. I love it. Yeah. 
oh, parental controls being managed for a 15-year-old, 16-year-old mm-hmm. who still needs to be parental controlled. Yeah, he does. A lot but, of it. A lot. So as all that's happening, then Thursday was his first day of summer school. Was it Thursday or Friday that I got the call from the social workers? We had just gotten number one child upstairs during the week, and he was using an air mattress for a couple days, and and then he got the bed frame, and you told him, yeah, go put it together. Yep. (laughs) I could tell that's what you did. Oh, yeah. Because he was just out there clinking around with the pieces, like, okay. Yep. And so now he has a bed in there. Now he does have a bed in there. And... So it was sometime after that. See, these are the way I measure my 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 time now is what things happened. It was Friday. It was Friday. I did Friday, look yeah. because I had the text messages with well, the social first, worker. First, you had a text from number three child saying, so I was just interviewed by a social worker. Because apparently what had happened was the apartment manager came by for the inspection and saw number three cleaning mm-hmm. and was apparently not familiar enough with number three child as, you know, a function young adult Mm -hmm. to identify them as someone who would be cleaning. And so, you know, apartment manager says, hi, who are you? Are you helping out your father? And uh, are you going to be around? And are you living here? Mm -hmm. And number three explains who they are and what they're up to. And when they realize that number three child is 15 years old, Mm -hmm. they said, oh, oh, Mm-hmm. This man's too crazy for you to be here. Let me <laughs> let me talk to some social workers about that. And I typically take umbrage to the word crazy. We try and avoid using it for many, many reasons, mostly to avoid reinforcing social stigma. But in this case Well, I can be we I, I can I can say it the right way and say, I'm not sure your father is stable enough for you to be here. And that's I'm sure what they were saying. Yeah. But At this point, it's like, you know, I think that is the most accurate descriptor. And both of us with mental health and neurodivergence, we we can reclaim the term if we so choose. But... Mm -hmm. I know when I'm too crazy, so... Exactly. (laughs) Me too. Sometimes I know that I don't know if I might be too crazy, and that's even worse. I love you so much. Thank you. (laughs) I appreciate your self-awareness. You're welcome. So, yeah, they were basically calling adult services for him, which means, of course, that any minor children in his care will be referred to Child Protective Services. Right. And that may have been done by the apartment manager. It may have been done by adult services once they received that information. It may have been. If it got as far as adult services, it would have been then passed over to Child Protective. Right. Yeah. And you know all about this. I'm sorry. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. And then I'm sitting in the bathroom and I get a call from an unknown number and I'm thinking, okay, if number three child was just interviewed by social workers and I'm getting a call from an unknown number, I should probably answer it. So I'm sitting there on the toilet answering this call because I know I can't let it go to voicemail. No, you can't. And so I'm standing there in the bathroom waiting to wash my hands and flush and talking to the social worker. Mm Number three texts me and says that they asked me, do you know where your mother is? And my response was, I don't know, but I could probably check the map. The social worker started writing and I got worried and said, no, no, no. I mean, like she might be at the gym or something. Or at work. (laughs) Oh, yes. I'd have to check which one. Yes. Like it wasn't a matter of like, I don't know where my mother is. (laughs) Right. (laughs) 
Oh, gosh. So, yeah, the the social worker said you need to go get her. And I texted the kid and the kid was at work. So I said, you know, if you get home from work and I give you this many hours to pack up your stuff, do you think you can be ready? And once again, it was the same thing as her brother. It took her, it didn't take her over an hour. It took her maybe 30, 45 minutes to get her stuff into the car, but it was still a matter of getting everything she owns out of that apartment. Mm-hmm. Number one, to protect those things from her father who has been known to break things. Mm-hmm. And number two, to protect them from getting disposed of in case he loses the apartment. Mm-hmm. So now we have three kids here. We do. And, and and we're running away from all of them next week. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead. Hell no, I'm sorry. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our, our, our friend, uh, I appreciated that she properly called it an infestation. A group of teenagers is yes. an infestation. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Because she has one too infestation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're running away from them all. So, by the time this episode drops, you will have had a chance to go to the doctor. Yes. For your surgery consult, and we will have more information on what's happening with that. Right. But until then, the only thing that strikes me as gendery about all of this is that when number 1 moved away or sometime before that, um actually no. When number 1 was a teenager, he was very concerned about the fact that we were less Oh, yeah. And that his father and their church did not approve and two people of the same sex should not be able to get married. And then when you started transition, he said, you can't replace my father like that. And nobody's (laughs) like... Uh, no, nope. I'm not replacing. I'm just doing my thing here. <laughs> right. That's all. And that's exactly it. And so it's it's interesting to see like the evolution there with these kids and like how they have or have not, you know, come to terms with all of these various things. Right. Meanwhile, number three, who has thoroughly rejected her father's religious preferences and attempted indoctrinations mm-hmm. is, you know, about to get STI testing because her boyfriend cheated on her. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And she was hanging out with some girl and now she's hanging out with a guy and a girl and yes, whatever. Yep. And so they they can do that. And that's exactly what her father would have been freaking out about and has freaked out at her about how dare you be queer and sexually active and smoke and there must be a devil possessing you. He thought she needed an exorcism for a while. Yeah. She probably thought it needed to be the other way around. So (laughs) I'm sure. So Next time we sit down to talk, we might have Cousin Vinny, or we might just be talking about your surgery follow-up, or we will see. Right. But is that it for now? I think that's it for now. We'd love to hear from you, so let us know what you think or what you want to hear about by emailing us at transpantastic at gmail.com or by commenting at our website, transpantastic.net. Don't forget to subscribe in Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcatcher, and leave us reviews and star ratings. Disclaimer time. We are neither your doctor nor your mental health professional. We are here to discuss our own lives, so we take no responsibility for your decisions based on our discussions. If you are considering transition, please seek professional assistance. If you are considering parenting while transitioning, you definitely need professional assistance. All contents are distributed under a Creative Commons no-derivative license and may be shared freely in their entirety. Any alteration or less than complete reproduction requires permissions of the hosts. Thanks for listening. And I moved it the wrong way. I'm sorry, your face is sore and you moved it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. It's How's your talking? My talking. I don't know. Okay. Mm-hmm. We're going to give it a try? We're going to give it a good... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
I love you. We try. We do. Oh, gosh, do we? <laughs> There's something trying. Oh, bird. Surprised it didn't fly when you pointed at it. Hmm. Are we ready? Sure. Hi, I'm Jess. And I'm George. You keep doing this. I do. You're going to be I'm sorry. mad when the I will. <laughs> podcast has to be edited and there's all of this going on. Thank you. Okay. My pants feel uncomfortable. I want less clothes. Take them off. You're only recording. Then I'll be cold. Oh. Autism problems. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to have to have a, one of those candies all of a sudden. I'm bombing out here. Okay. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'll try not to move it around the wrong way in my mouth, but I need it for a minute. That's fine. I will also make use of one so you don't feel alone, also because it looks yummy. This is me being supportive. Thank you for smiling. Keep going for as long as you need. Actually, I may use the bathroom real quick. I'm not going to pause the recording because I don't trust it to pick up correctly, but I'm going to use the bathroom. Thank you for your patience. Is the candy helping? It is. Good. So, and wait for the trash can, or the trash truck. Go ahead and suck on your can. Yes. (laughs) And wait for the trash can to get emptied. It's plural. And it's trash cans because there's a bunch of them out there. Yes. Wait for all of our neighbor's trash cans to get emptied. Wait for the trash truck to go by. Well, it'll move. There's only three right by us. Ours and the two Mm -hmm. neighbors. Is this a track we meant to go on? I hope so. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Plural they, not the child is not the they. You're looking at me funny. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't follow it, so I'm just waiting for the next thing because okay. I'm sure I'll pick up there. Okay. Yeah. I got some of the groceries out of the trunk. I put the boy back in the trunk after spending. Oh, what? you wanted to put him in the trunk. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted you to anyway. <laughs> I did not. No, you put him in the car. Though. I did put him in the. Car. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>